Cheers. Cheers. Cheers to you. Cheers. Cheers. And welcome to another episode of Marlon vs. Marlon. And I'm your boy Marlon. And I'm your boy Marlon. Join us as two childhood friends go back and forth, argue, fight, debate, sometimes maybe even agree mm. on everything from sports to pop culture and everything in between. All right. Today's episode, we got a special one. As you can see, Brandon is here joining us again. Yeah, it's, good. Uh, it's been a while. We've been uh, trying to get him back on. You know, it's Life has been happening, so uh, glad to have him back. Um, Happy New Year to everybody. Happy New Year. If you guys haven't heard the last episode, episode 56 with uh, Pretty Pretty Privilege, excuse me, please uh, go back and check on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you listen to your podcast, that's on there. Um, You know, before we get started, today's been a a, one of those uh, one of those difficult days, I think, that we've we, we, we've seen and, and, you know, you just really just kind of just take note of everything that, that's going on around you. So, um, you know, definitely a... Uh, you need sports, bro. You yeah, sports. definitely, definitely. Yeah. So, but um, today's episode, we got, we got a ton of stuff to get into. I mean, college football playoffs. We have some boxing stuff we're going to get into. Uh, of course, wildcard weekend and NBA as well. But uh, we will start with Dr. Dre, as you heard, if you're listening on Apple... Uh, Spotify, all that, um, you know, you know, Dr. Dre, uh, he's currently in ICU right now. We hope he, he definitely pulls through. He's, um, a, a music icon. So, um, you know, growing up in California, I mean, he's, he was, Dr. Dre was, well, he is still known as, as one of the best producers, artists, whatever you want to call it. So mogul, know. he's a mogul, man. Yeah, we can't yeah. even just call him a producer or artist. I mean, Hip-hop's first billionaire. For sure. Right. So, beats. Uh, yeah. Yeah, with beats. Yeah. And, and he kind of just showed us the way, man. So, um, prayers out to him. Get well soon, man. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, uh, so let's let's get into this Heisman stuff. So, we, we Heisman was last night, and a lot of people thought that uh, Mr. Trevor Lawrence was going to take it, and uh, Devontae Smith ended up taking it. So, were you surprised that Trevor... Didn't get it, or they, or they got it right. They got it right. And yeah. the reason why is, you know what? When when Waddle went down early in the season, right? Everyone said, "What's Alabama going to do? What are they going to do?" Devontae Smith just kept stepping up, right? And then mm-hmm. Trevor Lawrence, he didn't have that Trevor Lawrence season, right? He actually this was a kind of a regression, uh, which I decided to say. I mean, the man didn't win a national championship, right? And throw for you know eighty thousand yards, but he just didn't have the strongest season as he typically does. And Devontae Smith just had. I mean, you have to be an historic, have to have an historical season to win as a wide receiver, right? Absolutely. So we know that. And then Mac Jones, strong season, but I still think Najee Harris should have been in ahead of him because without Najee Harris, there is no Mac Jones with that running game, right? So yeah. uh, they got it right. Yeah, this is one of the rare times we we almost think of the Heisman as a quarterback award. Every once in a while, we'll see <laughs> we'll see a running back get it, and even more rare we see in this case a receiver getting it. But I'm with you, man. Uh, I think he was the best player in college football. Um, it is tough because a lot of, like, you know, the receiver depends on the quarterback in most situations to get him the ball. Mm-hmm. But he was the best player. I, I'm with yeah. you, hands down to me. Uncoverable. I mean, when Waddle went down again, 
remember Judy is gone. That whole yeah. that whole group was gone, right? Mm-hmm. It was just Smith. And every game they game plan for him, and he still would pop two hundred on everybody. So yeah. yeah, he earned it, man. And Lawrence had another good year. He's gonna be the first pick probably in the draft for he sure. Will, he will be, is, yeah. But sure. yeah. but I do think him contracting COVID and having to sit out kind of set him back, and yep. then. Um, he didn't have the numbers and the, the showing he needed to mm-hmm. have to miss a couple games and come back and win. And they lost that game. He was out. Yeah. So they're not the undefeated team. I think it was team. Notre Dame. I think it was. So, of course it was. He wasn't yeah. even the best player on his team this year. It should have been Travis Etienne, right? Because he yeah. is, again, people are going to realize when this dude goes to the next level, he's going to be one of those running backs. Yeah. You, you can hang it up. He's going to have a thousand yard season by his second year. He's going to hang up about seven or eight of them in a row. I just believe that. So. Yeah, so uh, so so we'll we'll stay with college football. We uh, we did see Bama and Notre Dame. I think everybody knew Bama would win. It's just by how much. So um, we saw that. I, I will say this: I Bama w- wasn't as explosive as I think they've been all year. I think this isn't the the Alabama team that we've seen in the past. But I, I do think that they they were going to win. But I, I don't know if they have enough. To, to beat this Ohio State team. So, so. it's kind of hard to say they weren't explosive because by halftime, they actually were on pace to put up more yards than any other team in the in a playoff history game. Right? Mm-hmm. So they just, I mean, the score didn't look like it, right? Yeah. But when you put your eyes on the on the ball game, they were up 14 to nothing. Then, you know, Notre Dame came up 14-7, and then that was it. Mm-hmm. From that point on, Nick Saban and that team decided this is lights out. And the offense didn't have to have that breakout um, performance. But – you look. You seen the over under for the final game? It's seventy five. Mm-hmm. A lot so, of scoring. So there's going to be some a lot points, of points in this game, right? So just sit back, relax. Justin because Fields I, is going is to put on the show. And, and I think that it was the uh, as far what was the over under for the Alabama Notre Dame? I think that one was like like low sixties. Okay. Yeah, it wasn't yeah. nearly as high as Ohio State. Um, but Ian Brooke, you know, I'm mean, I'm not going to hate on him, but he's congratulations. He has more wins than any Notre Dame quarterback. But he's just not that good, and they didn't have any response to Alabama. So, yeah, they didn't really. Alabama didn't have to pull out all those stops. But mm. you can best believe because no one, I don't care what anyone's, no one was expecting that outcome from Clemson and Ohio. State. Yeah, I don't care what you say. Yeah, they put up a fifty ball, forty nine. Put up a fifty ball on Clemson. Uh, but I'll say this too about the uh, Alabama Notre Dame game is that Notre Dame defense was pretty good throughout the year. So, so the game that Alabama played and, and to beat them by almost twenty points is yeah. still like pretty impressive yeah. considering what they did the rest of the year. Like this is a team that yeah they lost to Clemson in that ACC championship game, but they also beat Clemson, albeit with a backup quarterback, mm-hmm. two overtimes. Uh-huh. But yeah, <laughs> yeah, but yeah. They, you know that's still an explosive offense outside of Trevor Lawrence. We were just talking about before we started, mm-hmm. or not even before we started. We were just talking about uh, Travis Etienne. So. Right. Um, I think it was a good showing by Alabama, and I actually I got Alabama winning it all. Okay, um, I you put one here for that too. I'm going to roll with that. Yeah, I, no I, Alabama has five or six guys or first round picks on that defense, so so I don't I don't think that Justin Fields and Justin Fields is banged up. I was going to yeah. say with a hundred with, yeah. with Justin Fields being a hundred percent, does that change the outcome of anything? No, it makes it closer. Yeah, but, I, and I don't think he's going to be a hundred percent either. And it, oh, he's yeah. he's definitely not. But I got to give it to him. I mean, with him taking that shot that he took, still putting up some big numbers and making big time throws, and seeing him on the sideline not being able to get up on the bike and just being in so much pain, I got to give it to him. And yeah. you know the guy is is uh i'm hoping this can translate 
into the league and, and he could be a star for some years to come. Let's yeah. see him make that play against a top five pick playing corner. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. When, you, when, you got, when you got Sertan <laughs> sitting over there, man, he's first of all, when he comes to the line, whoever Sertan is on, that's done. Yeah, that's that, that side of the field is done, right? And yeah, I get it. Clemson, so this year, Clemson did not have the front line we're used to seeing, right? Mm-hmm. They, they didn't have, have a lot of guys go to the Mark, league. Mark, what's up? Mike, what's up? So it's a little different. He's going to see a little different pressure from the Bama boys come Monday. Yeah, you're, Definitely. Not, you're not sitting back there and getting nah. ten set, five seconds to throw that 60-yard mm-hmm. bomb to oh. Alave downfield. Shout out to Alave. He's a San Diego kid, but okay. it's not. That throw was short, game. though. That short. Yeah, he had, he had to slow down. <laughs> yeah, hung up there a little bit. And that, and that, I think, is partially due to the injury a little bit. I'm going to give him the yeah. benefit of the doubt on that. Okay. But, um but that you can do that when you got two steps on the DB. For you know sure. what I'm saying? Like yeah. that's not happening this week. That's not happening. Yeah. Nope. You're not beating Alabama DBs by two steps like that. So speaking of taking uh, punches to the side, or, or if you will, oh, um, Segway King, you know, is. yeah, uh, Ryan Garcia. <laughs> I mean, this guy is. We, we saw we saw what he did on Saturday. I mean, he's mm-hmm. definitely one of the most uh, up. Was he 22? No, they're all 22. Uh, they're up, all up, yeah, up, yeah. up and coming yeah. boxer. I mean, he's. First off, what are your thoughts of the fight, and what do you think of Ryan Garcia itself? So I'm gonna say this, man. Boxing is back. I'm just gonna start with that. Yeah, right? yeah. I know we're talking about Ryan right now, but just from a division standpoint, heavyweight, super middleweight, middleweight, welterweight. Don't even get me started. Welterweight. There's so much talent in boxing, and it's young, right? Yeah. Tank Davis, right? You got Haney. You got all these young cats, right? Yeah, he's, my, he's my favorite right now. I'm telling you, so. Ryan has a good thing going for him because because of his win on Saturday, the WBC announced that they're going to order Devin Haney to fight Ryan Garcia. So Haney can't get out of it or else he's going to have to rescind his belt. So Mm -hmm. you're going to get a Haney-Garcia fight early in 2021. Then we're going to see which one of these young fellas is actually up for. And I was watching, Mm -hmm. I was just watching the podcast with Haney and his dad and they were talking about they want to fight. So everybody says they want to fight. We'll see it. But one thing I'll say, like, I like Ryan Garcia, and I think he's one of the best young fighters out there, if not the best. But we also saw in that fight, he got his t- his chin, chin tested, mm-hmm. yep. and he hit the deck. It was the first time we've seen that because yep. usually he's knocking guys out early in fights. Yep. So when he gets up against a Devin Haney or a Javante Davis, he's going to have to be able to take a punch. That's going to be a problem. because see, So he, he fought a southpaw, right? Mm-hmm. So everyone said, well, that left hook that, he, that caught him on his chin, if Tank throws that, the fight's over. He's not getting up. Yeah. He's not getting up, right? right? So, but I will say this: the the lightweight division has become the most exciting division. Which was which was my next question yeah. because we have all of these divisions. I mean, yeah. we you you everybody knows all of, all of the the division weights, mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. which division do you feel is more just the, the best division right now to watch? The most exciting right now. I still got to look right now. The most exciting division is still the welterweights because you got a lot of unfinished business. In fact. You got two, possibly three Hall of Famers. No, you have two for sure Hall of Famers and possibly a third just in the world. Chad, what's up? So, Manny's guaranteed Hall of Famer. We know that, right? right yeah. But just right. think, in the welterweight division right now, out of four belts, they're split up between three men, right? Errol's got two. He's got the WBC. He's got the IBF, right? Uh-huh. Terrence Bud Crawford has a WBO, and Manny's the interim sitting on the WBA. This year, because top rank has the rights to Bud Crawford, right? Mm-hmm. PBC has Errol. You got to get those two to fight, and you're going to get it because what's going to happen, Errol's going to fight Pacquiao, and the winner of that fight will get Bud Crawford because they have to get this welterweight thing figured out. Ever since Floyd left, 
everyone's been saying they're the best vulture weight, right? Mm-hmm. But no one's proven it. So yeah. we're going to finally get that in 2021. So to answer your question, vulture weight division is the best division. Yeah, that's what... Lightweight division is what we're going to be talking about for the next five years. That's what I was going to okay. say. I, I think yeah. that has the best talent and the best careers at this point so sure. far. But when you look at, I mean, Ryan Garcia, Tia Fimo, Javante, Devin Haney. Devin Haney's my favorite. I like his swag. And... Not even from I just like his swag. I don't know if he's the best boxer in that group. We'll yeah, see. Hopefully, yeah. in a couple months, you know mm-hmm. where he stacks up or where he ranks um, over this next year. But I think that's the most exciting and to your point for the next five five years. So don't forget. So up until Tiafimo, so Tiafimo Lopez is an absolute dynamo, right? Mm-hmm. Everyone said he's not ready for Vasily Lomachenko because in my yeah, mind, I put I, I've seen all of Lomachenko's fights. Right, Lomachenko before that fight was the pound for pound best fighter in boxing outside of. Canelo uh, um, Alvarez, right? Mm-hmm. But if you watch the fight, it took Lomo about six rounds because usually you'll see Lomo download information. He doesn't throw a lot of punches in the first, second round. Mm-hmm. Tiafimo kept putting pressure on him. Lomo's not used to doing that. And then by the time he got ready to walk Tiafimo down, it was too late. Tiafimo was up on the cards, right? Yeah. If they run that fight back, it's going to be really close. But like you said, you named off all those young cats. We just can't throw Lomachenko to the back. Lomachenko is still right, one of the right. top 10 power right fighters, right? But Tiafimo Lopez is showing himself. I think Devin Haney and to a more or lesser extent, Garcia need to prove themselves, right? Because mm-hmm. Tank is ready. Yeah. Right? Tank, now is he the best boxer in the division? No. But he's got the heaviest hands in that division, right? For 135 pounds, he hits like a middleweight. Yeah. And I think that's I saw Ryan Garcia posted yesterday on, on yeah. Instagram yeah. two rounds. He hit two rounds, yeah. Man, it might be two rounds the wrong way for him. Like that's, that's marketing. He's, he wants no, it's to definitely, that's marketing. definitely marketing. Definitely yeah. marketing, but yeah. you got to be careful. That that could backfire. Definitely. <laughs> definitely. One, th- one thing I will say with Ryan, I do love with him giving all the credit to Canelo, saying I'm the way that, that I am because of you, just giving the, sure. the props and respect and all that mm-hmm. stuff. And so I just think that's great. And, and Canelo, I wouldn't say he's just one of the, the, the greatest in the world, but huh? well, well, not like like all time. Like Of course, he's like one of the greatest like right now, but I'm just basically mm-hmm. saying like he's... Just, just to see a guy like that just giving credit to to somebody like Canelo saying that he's... I'll just say this. So you can argue pound for pound who's the best. That's a difficult conversation, right? Mm-hmm. You Which I wasn't the, trying to just no, yeah, pull but, out of that, but I'm just saying yeah. just as yeah, of right yeah. now. Because Canelo's still somewhat in his prime, if you will. Okay, here, somewhat, no, I got somewhat. it. So here's the thing. A lot of people weren't hip to Canelo until about the last four years, right? right. They saw him fight an older Triple G, right? Triple G will be in the Hall of Fame, right? In fact, Triple G just broke a record... He defended his his belt for the twenty first time. That's how long Triple G's been in the game, right? So Triple G was often, you know, the Eastern Bloc. We didn't really like this is guy called Triple G. So by the time Canelo met up with him, it was too late for Triple G's fight, right? But Canelo, let me tell you why he's still. People realize Canelo's been through three different divisions. In fact, right now Canelo left the middleweight division because he beat Triple G, had nothing left, right? Mm Demetrius Andrade is not ready for him, so he went up to because he's not middleweight. Yeah, he went up. He went up to super middleweight, okay. 168 pounds. And what has he done in just two fights? He snatched two straps, right? And he's coming for Billy Joe Saunders, who to me is the weakest champion in any division. And he's coming for one other guy. You know who that is? Want to take a guess? Go ahead. Caleb Plant. Ever heard the name before? Sweet hands. So Caleb Plant took the IBF about two I did, years ago. I actually ago. did see his. I saw, I saw him fight not too long ago. Now that I think about it, there's a cute chick on Fox. Dwayne, what's real, up? Real, real cute chick. That's a broadcaster. That's his wife. That's most people okay. know him as. But just 2021, I'm just gonna say like this: the the best fight you're gonna see this year is probably gonna be a run back. You're gonna see Tyson Fury finally get his shot 
in Wembley at Anthony Joshua. Okay. He will win the fight. And the worst part about that fight is they're unifying the belts, right? Because Joshua oh, has yeah, three yeah, of Joshua. them. Mm-hmm. Tyson Fury has one, right? Tyson Fury will not fight Deontay Wilder again until he fights Anthony Joshua a second time. Because when you unify the belts, there's gotta a contractual give, agreement. Yeah, gotta you got to give my chance back. So, unfortunately, Deontay Wilder sits out there. He's got not no unfortunately. He, he did that to himself. True. <laughs> because, look, I'm not hating on Deontay, but he's going to have to either fight Polev, who just got his, his dome knocked off by Anthony Joshua last month, or he's going to have to fight Ortiz, who no one wants to see that again. Right, right. So the best fight of the year, if I could just, if I get my wish list, give me Terrence Crawford versus Errol Spence. I want that number okay, one. Yeah. I'm not going to get it because the PBC and top rank going to give me that. But I might end up getting a Teofimo Lopez rematch versus Lomachenko or the winner of Devin Haney, Ryan Garcia might yeah. get a shot at Tank. Tank. Yeah. Because Tank, it's just, there's a lot of moving. That's the problem with boxing. Put these guys together, man. Make these guys fight, man. I, see, and this is my biggest thing, and I'm just now, like, not, like, more recently, I'll say, not, like, I'm probably in that group that you said, like, the past four or five years, but there's so many politics with these different yeah. promoter company, yeah. promotion companies and everything. That's my biggest pet peeve with boxing is this camp might not get along with this camp or might not, you know what I'm saying? This camp wants more than percentage, you yeah. know what I'm saying? The money, and it's a big money sport, so... Uh, that's my biggest pet peeve, but I'm loving what I'm seeing. Um, I'm which I got a question for you. What do you mm-hmm. think about the uh, Charlo twins? So Jamal is the heavier. Jamal is mm-hmm. the actual. He's the the, the, the middleweight. Um, he actually has a strap right now. Yeah. He didn't win it, but he's an interim champion. That's the thing. Other problem boxing. You got a, a true champion. You have an interim champion. Yeah, but Jamal is the better fighter. Mm-hmm. Jamal. Just happens to be in 154 pounds. Because Jamel did lose and came back and got his strap. Right. And there's no one there in the division for Jamel. There's That's, just no one yeah, there. Yeah. So he's I like watching Jamal because Jamal is, I mean, he's I think he's 27-0 now. Heavy-handed. I mean, when he lands body shots, people drop, right? Yeah. His little brother is just a, just a dog. I'll give Jamel that. Jamel is, is, I mean, there's something in his eye. It ain't right, right? Yeah, yeah. You put him in that ring, though. It's, and it's I think that's dude. that little. He got kind of the little brother syndrome because he's so. he's they're twins, but he is the smaller one. Yep. And and people will say yep. he hears it too that that his older are the bigger brothers, the big, the better fighter. So mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I see that too. That's dope. D- Dwayne got in the comments and said, "What do yeah. you think of Stevenson?" So here, oh, thank you, Dwayne. So Shakur, I'm gonna tell you what's so beautiful about him. Oh, I didn't mention Shakur. I'm sorry. So, uh, we haven't had the what we did. We need to have is just have the top ten pound for pound. When we start looking at that, yeah. Shakur would come in there, right? So Shakur just stepped up from featherweight. Okay. Shakur Stevenson is only 22 years old, right? He hasn't even grown into his man weight, right? So Dwayne, give Shakur three years, and he will be the bona fide best pound for pound fighter wow. in boxing. Because think about it, Crawford's getting older, right? Right. Um, Arrow is going to be there, but Arrow. It's not going to be able to prove it many times because they're not going to get in the ring together, right? Okay. With a lot of other ways. But Shakur Stevenson, he's, he is probably the most, no, no doubt about it. He's the most gifted boxer right now. His skill set, he can slide, he can slip. Lomachenko is right there with him. But Shakur, when he finally gets that power in his hand, I'm telling y'all, pound for pound, Shakur Stevenson three years from now. And he has the smile and the personality to go with it. Yeah. The women love him. Okay. The dudes hate him. That's how you become the top pound for pound. Boxer. Good combination, right there. It is. <laughs> now, question for you. So, with are 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 you into the Floyd um, match next next week or next? I'll month? watch it, but I'm not. Like it's it's so many good real fights 
that that are gonna come up this year that this and one you got this with the money grab so yeah, this is this is a money grab for sure look logan paul whatever paul brother is i don't even care <laughs> yeah I'm, they're gonna get our money right just like i did not i mean i'm a boxing purist i didn't watch one second of mike tyson and roy jones jr even though growing up roy jones was my absolute favorite fighter ahead of tyson ahead okay. of riddick bow ahead of lennox lewis but roy jones was was amazing but they're diluting the true sport of boxing, and I have a problem with that because up until about six, seven years ago, boxing was gone. UFC had taken yep. the crown for yep. combat sports, mm-hmm. right? I'm, I actually sent it uh, uh, on, on Instagram. I sent a text to Top Rank and to PBC and said, this is y'all's opportunity. You have all this talent. Take back the crown and put these boys in these, these, in these rings. Mm-hmm. If you don't, you have this crap like this where guys are trying to siphon off. Mm-hmm. You know, Floyd, no one marks better than Floyd, right? But Floyd, dude, he he has no business being in the ring with that dude. Floyd can really hurt this young fella. But they're gonna pat around, take the money. And this yeah. is the I don't thing. Like and this is what this is the other part I don't like about it. He's going into that ring, like you said, Floyd, and he's kind of just gonna pat around. But this guy, he's gonna come in here and try to. Really he's gonna try to knock Floyd. you out, like right. he's gonna because he's he has, he's trying to prove something to make more money. Yep. Floyd is just a quick money grab. I come in here, put on an exhibition, and he's like. I want to be able to market myself to get even more money. And that's why I don't like it because Floyd has putting everything on the line. Because yeah. Logan, whichever part it is, has nothing to lose. He, if he if he can even clip Floyd, everyone's like, whoa, he might actually be a real fighter. We might actually bring him in to actually fight. And I don't want that. He's mm-hmm. not. He doesn't either. And then Floyd, if he does lose, let's, let's say he gets caught because it's still boxing. And he's yeah. You can get caught. He's and, a bigger and dude. Logan is not a small Logan dude. Is a, what is, I think he's like 6'2", something like that. He's, so he's, he's, he, he would be like a cruiser. He's almost a cruiserweight, which is a 200-pound yeah. limit. He's up there, right? Yeah. If he clips Floyd, mm. and let's just say something happened and Floyd gets knocked out, what does Floyd do now? He's going to say, oh, well, I took a dive. No, bro, because all the professionals never got to you, right? Right. And this dude, he's like, well, I'm old. So, Floyd, you got enough money, bro. Just walk away. You don't need to do I will this. say this. Do I don't this. think the kid is going to touch him, but there's a reason they say you got a puncher's chance, man. And Boxing, bro. Yeah. He, <laughs> it's the punch you don't see, right? Yeah. That's the one. And, and, and they, everybody <laughs> Sometimes it's a rib it. shot. They were saying it after the, the, the Nate Robinson fight. Boxing is not a sport you play. No, like, yeah, not, <laughs> you do it full time at all. Yeah. So and, and thing, Logan, he actually trains mm-hmm. like a full time boxer. Yeah, Floyd out here in these streets on IG flaunting his money. Yeah, I'm just saying, there's a chance. That's yeah. why I don't like it. I don't like it. I don't want it to. End. I don't want it to go bad for Floyd. We'll see. I don't. We'll see. I think that fight is February 21st. I think it is at some point like that. So, I'll so we'll it. see that fight. So. All right, so let's get into some basketball uh, yeah. before we get. We're gonna finish out with with the NFL and the wild card predictions and all that stuff. Cowboys so, winning it all, baby! Uh, Make sure. Cowboys. <laughs> so, so Steph Curry, we saw him have sixty two points. I believe it was on a Sunday night. Thirty one uh, shots. Don't leave that out. Think about that. On thirty one yeah. shots, bro. That's crazy. Yeah. So Steph is this. This is the year that if anybody has anything to say about Steph. Being, of course, we know Steph is the best shooter I think we've ever seen. But mm-hmm. if anybody can has any questions about can Steph carry a team, this is going to be the year with Klay Thompson out. So I'm just going to throw it out there. Is Steph top 10 of all time right now? Nope. 
I don't think it's close. And mm-hmm. I, and I hope you guys um, watched or, or got a chance to listen to the last episode. Um, we had some vi- some video issues, so it's not on YouTube or not on Facebook. But go go take a listen. We had a great back and forth with pretty with uh, pretty privileged podcast simulcast. By the way, I forgot to mention that. Yeah, so yeah. they were there for the whole episode. Oh, really? Yeah, it was pretty cool. And um, they like you know I'll, I'll put it out there even if you if you didn't get a chance to watch it. I I was hard on Steph. And one of the things I said was, we know Steph can score. And this is what he showed us. <laughs> and, I, and, and if you ask me a different question, is he the best shooter I've ever seen? Yes, he is, hands down. Better than Reggie Miller, better than all these guys. Um, because he can do it off the dribble, he can do it off the screen, he can do it on the move, he can do it from wherever, all these things. But when you, when you bring in top 10, we're talking about Will. We're talking about talking MJ. About, we're yeah. talking about Magic. We're talking Generation, about Kobe. We're yeah. talking about LeBron. We're talking about yeah. Shaq. Like, Larry, Larry, Larry Bird. Yeah. We're talking about we're talking about people who whose career, right? Like like left a and this is fifty years ago for some of those guys. Yep. I, I do think though, and I'll say what I said last week. Steph Curry changed the way basketball is played. Steph Curry and the Warriors changed the way basketball is played. Um, they 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 got kids pulling up from thirty feet in. Elementary school. Terrible fundamentals. Yeah. Terrible. <laughs> and, and, and they changed the way that basketball is now being officiated. Like, yep. e- everything has changed. A lot like we saw in football. Like, mm-hmm. the, the receivers and the quarterbacks are protected. Well, the yep. shooters are the same way now. Yeah. Like, you can't touch them. You can't. And he's benefited the most from all this. And that's a good parallel. So, the NFL used to be you had the best running back and you won, right? Mm-hmm. And the NBA was you had the best center or the best power forward, right? So, mm-hmm. you're right. Shaq, when Shaq left, it left a void in the, in the big man game, right? And then the two guards and now Steph, they've taken the mantle, and it is a spread game now, right? Mm-hmm. No more triangle. It's get your guys spread out. But to back up your point, when you start talking about top 10, so I think about all the awards that Steph Curry has, right? Steph Curry has more team choice awards than he does defensive awards, right? He hasn't oh, well, won. I'm talking about defense. It's well, not <laughs> thing. If you're yeah. a top 10 player, you yeah. cannot. So the NBA has had thousands and thousands of players, right? right. Players. You cannot be a top 10 player if you've never been on an all-NBA defensive team. I'm sorry, right? Because to be a two-way player is to be a player, right? Because yeah, Allen uh, Iverson, Allen, Allen Iverson oh pound for pound, is, is, the, is the, the most efficient score I think we've ever seen, right? Pound for pound. But that doesn't make you a better player than Charles Barkley. Right. doesn't mm-hmm. make you a better player than Larry Bird. I mean, when you start talking about the top 10 Bro, that's a whole separate conversation, and I'm sorry, Steph. Even if he goes another four seasons like this, it's gonna be hard for him to get. He, man, get in dog, there. Who, but here's the thing: just start at the top. Who is he? Is he better than Mike? Is he better than Will? Is he better than Magic? Is he better than Larry? Right? Then you, you just keep going down from there. I mean, is he better than? Is he even better than Dirk? That's what I was gonna mention, and I'm glad you brought that up. Let me say something real quick. If I'm giving Steph, <laughs> if I'm giving. If I'm giving, and I don't think D-Way's top ten, but if I'm no, giving, not top ten. No, no, if no, I'm no, giving sure. Steph this much credit for changing the way basketball is played, you you mentioned you mentioned Shaq, and then mm-hmm. there being a void. Mm-hmm. Well, if we don't see a Dirk Nowitzki, if we don't see somebody a seven footer come in shooting threes, yep. like yeah, he posted up, but that was like <laughs> he wasn't bullying anybody. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And and now all you see now you only see three three centers in the league. Transcended the game. And even those three, even Joel Embiid, even Jurkic, uh, they're all shooting threes. So Giannis, you know what I'm saying? Where's he live at? Giannis. Don't get him started. He's shooting, yeah. But he's trying. Yeah, he's trying. Because you have to have that in the game now to be. Mm -hmm. And and 
I'm glad you brought him up. And then I'm also glad you said, is like two way player is the most irritating thing to me in the world. Like, thank you. I hate you, wanna, you talk about two way players. We were talking about Charles Woodson. He played two ways. Deion Sanders lined up on both sides. He played two ways. They were players. Basketball that you just play. You got to right. play on both ends. You're right. not a quarterback. You're you're not a defensive back. You're right. a shooting guard. You're a small forward. You're a point guard. You play both sides. There's no such thing as a two way player. Right. You just play basketball. And you know what? There's no top ten player in the NBA where after they got done scoring on the end of the court when they, they came back down, back. they were a liability. Not a one, right? Whoa. So Steph is a liability in playoff time. Glad you said that. We got a question. Dwayne hopped in again. The question shouldn't be about his shooting, but his ability to play point guard. That's what I said it, too. It, which makes you a player, right? Because his yeah. dad, Dale Curry, was dead on shooter, right? But he couldn't play defense, couldn't run an offense. He wasn't a player. He was a specialist, right? Mm-hmm. Steph is a specialist. Now, don't get me wrong. He's his, a really good handles, specialist. His handles are unearthly, right? But it doesn't make him a better player. Than the other top ten players. Oh, Mark is calling you out. He said Dirk played defense, and did Steph lead the league in steals in twenty sixteen? And Dirk did play defense. Um, uh oh. I, I think if we if we really want to take a look at who we defend, who they defended, mm-hmm. Dirk had to defend a lot more guys than Steph has had to defend. Yep. Because let's take let's be honest here. Tim Duncan, Clay Thompson is the one who's guarding the best guard on the other team. So sometimes Iggy would sometimes, sometimes Iggy yeah, would drop down Iggy and take well. the ball. Yeah, so, they had Harrison Barnes before him. A lot of nice So it's not like like mm-hmm. and unless I'm glad you brought up Iggy. MVP of the finals? Thank you. Yeah, where's the top ten players don't don't what? they're not missing out on being the MVP of was, their own finals. Was Dennis Rodman ever the finals MVP? Oh wait a minute. Then wasn't KD finals MVP too? Okay, Ouch. I thought so too. So and Dang, Mark, ah, and and, and they gave bring it back, bring it back, and they gave Iggy Iggy the Finals MVP for the defense he played on LeBron, right. who averaged a triple double with thirty points that series. So still could have given him scoring thirty a game. So I think if, when you start on, talking, here's the thing: when you start talking about the mantelpiece of the top ten, that's a that's very very rare air, right? There's a hell of a lot of good players between eleven and twenty, but yeah. they're not one through ten. This is not. Hey, even one through fifty. If you if, Bro, if yeah. you're a top fifty player to ever play the game of basketball, like, because this is, I mean, yeah, we, we think about the NBA, right? And there's yeah. 300, 400 guys in the NBA every yeah. season, right? Years, man, decades. And then, and then but you got to think like, there's thousands of guys overseas trying to play basketball, making like you're the best fifty ever. Yeah, like take that and run with it. Well, there's, there's only one person that's ever actually complained about being top fifty. That was Scottie Pippen. You know, he actually. <laughs> But you know, he's got. He, I, I feel Scott. He's got a lot of. You know, got a lot of insight. So, so before we get to the next, uh, yeah. we're gonna get into some Paul George in a second. But Woo. so, so D Wade. I just got. I just got to throw mm. this out there. Does, mm. does, is D Wade top twenty? I don't even think he's top twenty. I don't. No, Dwayne Wade was a flash. He literally his name was Flash, right? He yeah. was a flash in the pan because everyone says, "Oh, he changed Miami." He came at a, at a good time, right? A great time. Now, the Mavericks laid shot. down and gave them that championship. But when LeBron showed up and Chris Bosh showed up, Took it back that to was him. no longer Dwayne Wade's team. Right. In fact, he was the third option. They would and, go to LeBron and, he got, and then drop it down to Chris. And he got Shaq's last real effort, too. Thank you. Yeah. His last productivity. Because we saw Shaq as soon as he, when he went to Cleveland and, and Celtics and Phoenix. Yeah. After, it wasn't the same. It wasn't the same. Um, All the big but, names. But I say the same thing for him is is part of the reason I said about Steph. Like, 
Steph, we have to literally discount the first six or seven years of his career to mm-hmm. even have this conversation. Mm-hmm. Like the last five years, well, not last year because he was hurt, mm-hmm. but the last four or five years before that is what is all we're talking about. Like they completely forget he averaged 15 points in his third year. Thank you. They they completely forget <laughs> that. Good. This didn't happen until Clay came, until Mark Jackson, Mark Jackson started. Mark he Jackson, started changing. Yep, but Mark then Jackson. when he got the complete ultimate green light from Steve Kerr is when mm-hmm. he made this next step. And you got, bro, if you've ever played a game of basketball, if you have two guys that can shoot coming together, mm-hmm. setting a screen for each other, or just even crossing, they don't have mm-hmm. to screen, there's going to be a problem because you don't know which one to take. Yep. Because they both the can pull from yep. 30. Because every shot mm-hmm. that, that every time Steph didn't get the pass, are they double team Steph? Was hey, you got the second best shooter <laughs> in the league yep. who's also wide open. Sure. So there's not much. And then a guy in Jerry Mon who's often forgotten in this whole conversation, who's one of the best facilitators at that forward position mm-hmm. that we've ever seen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, even people forget Barnes used to sit in the corner and just knock them down yep. and then come down and lock down your best on-the-ball uh, offensive player. So, to your point, Steph, yeah. when, he, when he blossomed, every role was filled, right? Michael Jordan was clearly the best player in the NBA long before he ever won a playoff game, right? Mm-hmm. You could see it. Magic Johnson, Charles Barkley, right? Akeem Olajuwon. See, I, I even bring up Akeem. Y'all talking about Top team, yeah. Step, get out of here, bro. Stop. And that's the thing, like, I, and, and you know, I'll, I'll refer to this episode because we had a good conversation about it. But mm-hmm. Steph had the perfect system. Yes. Yeah. When you can't help off of anybody in a league where you can't touch anybody, nope. wow. <laughs> like, yeah. like they had the perfect system, yeah. and that's why it worked. And when those spots are filled, that's why they're scrambling like heck after KD left to get they went after uh Wiggins. They went after mm-hmm. uh, Ubre. They they went after all these trying guys to trying to fill that third spot because yeah. it's so important. If if I have somebody I can help off of, mm-hmm. now all of a sudden him and Clay aren't as effective. And we and you know what? Now we'll give Dwayne Wade credit for that. That's probably the best thing he ever did. Was he figured out, you know what? What's wrong with having three superstars? Because mm-hmm. now we look at it. Figured out a way to make it work. That's the new standard now. Mm-hmm. There hasn't been a team win, a championship, that hasn't had three superstars except for the Cleveland Cavaliers. Because they had two. They had Kyrie and, and LeBron, but they didn't have a third. So, and we see what, yeah. Le- what Kyrie has done outside of his time with LeBron by itself. Right. Up until this year, I got them in the finals. I think that Spencer Dinwiddie injury hurts them a lot. Mm-hmm. But I do have him and KD as one of the top duos in the league right now. And... Uh, my pick in the East in the finals, depending on you know how they how they survive that injury. So, you know, it's a lot. It's a lot. But the point guard question, I don't think Steph makes a whole bunch of people better. So yeah. he doesn't create shots for others. He doesn't like it. And and it was weird to me because seeing him play at Davidson, yeah. he did that. Like yeah. he did that. Amazing. He had four stiffs around him. And they were competitive. That was at Davidson. He did. Yeah, he did it in the. True. He did do it in March Madness, but. To your point about the Nets, right? The Nets will get to walk into the NBA conference, the, the Eastern Conference Finals, because look at Toronto. They're one in five, right? They're they're playing terrible ball right now, right? There's some weakness in the Eastern Conference. Wait, somebody said Dame was better than Steph? No, he was asking, what do you guys think? Do you guys think Dame is better than Steph? That's what Mark was. And Mark is a big Warriors fan, so mm-hmm. all of this. Oh, okay, it makes sense. Now, yeah. I, will now, I will say this. Dame still gets slept on, bro. Dame is. He's got more dog in him than possibly anybody in the, in the yeah. NBA. But no, he's not better than Steph. Steph has better handles. Steph has better basketball IQ. Steph's a better shooter. Dame's a better defender. And Dame is better at the rim. He's tougher. He finishes stronger, mm-hmm. right? But he's not better than Steph. I, 
Oh, see, huh. it's tough. Percentage man. wise, he's right there with Steph, though. But here, okay, we're having Shooting a percentage. Steph, and he takes tougher about shots than Steph. Because we, we, we talked about the stats with the yeah. top 10, right? Yeah. When you put your eyes on it, who's a better point guard? Is it Dame or is it Steph? Point guard. I think Dame's a Dame. better point guard. I got Dame. You do? I think. Okay, and I, and I agree. Point guard because he runs the offense better because right. Steph doesn't actually run an offense. Exactly. But who's the better shooter? I'm good. Steph. Who's Steph, the, I mean, Steph who's, is the best player. Who's the, the better passer? Runs. I think Dane. I think Steph. It's close. I think though. it's about even. It's, 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 it's very, it's very close. close. But I think they're, and that's why I think this, I did, this, this, yeah. And also, too, you got to look at who has to do more. That's what I'm saying. That's, that's not an argument. I, I, I would because it's, yeah. I mean, shoot, when you got KD for, for what was it, three years and you got. The, the one of the other yeah, benches, Clay. You got you have a great team, okay. and when you look at the Blazers, Blazers have always been that team that's been always eighth, ninth, tenth seed mm-hmm. in the West, and even still now with the team they have now with with Melo. I mean, I love them, but I mean, but what what, what so else? Did we, did we do that to Michael Jordan? Do we say, hey, Michael Jordan is not the best because he has Scottie Pippen and he has these specialists and B.J. Armstrong and Steve Kerr and but John back Paxton. to your back to your point. We look as you said defensively. Michael yeah. Jordan still guarded the best players. Michael Jordan still did everything. Right. And on top of that, he was getting these MVPs too. And, and I said Dame's a better defender. I said that off top. You did. You did. Yeah. This is why I say I think Dame is the better player. Not shooter. I think mm-hmm. Steph's a better sure. shooter. Of course, yeah. Because Dame has all like and, and, and don't get me wrong, Steph is high on that on that scouting report too. But teams go into the game stopping stopping Dame to stop mm-hmm. Dame. Mm-hmm. Like we'll let we'll let CJ get 60 tonight. Mm-hmm. If Dame gets twenty, we got a chance to win. That to me, how they stacked it, like Dame said, I had to start pulling from that deep because the the double team kept coming well, higher and higher. And that that that's a Portland problem in the front office, right? Yeah, they've done a poor job of putting talent around him. And CJ, you know, for what he is, he's really not that great of a Robin, right? Right. And I I still say we're looking at Steph today with the terrible haircut and all that now, a little older, but you know, three years ago. This no one was saying anything about. I mean, because Steph was in a whole different stratosphere two, three years. He was literally just dropping forty points by third quarter, right? But see, that's why that's you can't fool me with that though, because I, I, know. I remember I remember Steph when he didn't have that. System, I believe you. when right. he didn't have that. When, right when he was in a situation similar to Dame, he wasn't doing but what he was, Dame but was doing. But he was doing. also one hundred and twenty pounds soaking wet back then too. So I mean. He wasn't as Dame was 140. <laughs> no, Dame, Dame, Dame was always Dame's got you know Dame's got some dog in him. Damian hopped in and he said, uh, "Dame is a better point guard than Steph." Let's be honest, Steph is an undersized, unathletic two guard. He's, not, also, well, he's definitely not a two guard because Steph's not big. I mean, a two, to two Steph's guard, about a good six two, six three. It, it's would, like it's like Allen Iverson, now, it's like CJ CJ McCullough, for example. He's not two guard size, but no. he's a two guard skill set. Yeah. Yeah. So I get it. Um, and also, too, Mark mm-hmm. said that Pippen guarded uh, Magic after game one. Pippen. But I, that's, that's why I said Michael, Michael had a system. Michael didn't have to do everything. He was the best player, but he had some nights off because he has the best defender, on-the-ball defender Mark, you may have ever seen in the I'm NBA. A, I'm going to call Mark out, though. Yes, he did. And that's, that's a Phil yeah. Jackson being smart move because in the fourth quarter yeah. – Mike would go guard whoever he needed to guard. Yep, he's conserved and, and energy. So yep. when you see those last possessions of those series with the with the uh, Jazz, for example, mm-hmm. the last possession where he gets that steal right before mm-hmm. he hits the shot over mm-hmm. uh, uh, Byron uh, what, Russell, Russell, yes. Brian mm-hmm. Russell. So mm-hmm. he's guarding John Stockton, doubles down and gets the steal on Malone in that sequence mm-hmm. that, that we never see. We always mm-hmm. see the shot, right? But he's guarding Stockton before that. That's right. So. Yes, and that that's just smart. Why would I have? And he used to guard. I, he used to guard Reggie too. People didn't realize yeah. he, used to, he used to guard Reggie in the fourth quarter. He used. I mean, 
Michael never strayed away from that. Now that's yeah. the thing. Steph, and that's why I said, remember, I'm not trying to put Steph in the top ten. I've said yeah. Steph is not that great as everyone's right. trying to put him legendary, but he is still a no, head and that's the of thing. a point yeah. guard. But it's I mean it always sounds like you're down talking somebody when you don't put him as the right. best ever. Yeah. Like but he's just he's not that a goal. Yeah, but yeah. yeah, that's just a smart coach. Why would I have him? I need him to score 40 points. Why would I have him chasing around the best player on the other team for four quarters? You mean kind of like how Steve Kerr was smart to put, you know, Iggy on the best player? I mean it just makes sense. It makes sense. Why wouldn't you, right? And Kawhi with LeBron. Kawhi got got an MVP out of that too. So yeah. You know. But uh all right, so uh let's get into some other NBA. So Paul George, he was called a soft as N word uh, <laughs> by um, was Devin, uh, Devin Booker. Booker. Devin yeah. Booker. So, yeah. I, do yeah. do players look at Paul George like he's just like has he lost his respect with the players at this point? I don't think he ever had it. I, I, I think Pacers Paul George did, but I think See, when he started hopping around trying to go from team to team and trying to build somewhat of a super team and tear down the, maybe the I'm Lakers, I, so. I have never liked PG. Really? Oh, you a little biased then? I think I'm a little biased. I I never. And I'm not saying I, I'm a soothsayer, I can see the future, but when he was in, in Indiana, I said something about that dude's personality don't sit right. He doesn't have enough, like, cojones for me, right? And yeah. he just looks, he looks soft back then, way before him trying to make the super team and doing all that. But Devin Booker has a point. Because, see, we have never played in the NBA, right? We're fans, mm. right? Those dudes, they're like, you respect the people at your job that you work with every day because you get to see their, what they do every day, right? Mm. You see them behind closed doors. These players see PG3 every day. No one respects him. Can you think about it? He's not the first person to get talked to talk to him crazy to his face. Yeah. Even in his own locker room. I mean, it, we, there were some rumblings over, you know, over the offseason. Him and Kawhi ain't really that. Because Kawhi's like, y'all traded all that for this? Y'all brought me in for this? Yeah, and it's, and it's showing that he can't necessarily take over games. When you, when you get a superstar at, because at, what, what do you say Paul George is maybe top? He's an all-star. He's an all-star. He's well, an all-star. I've never given him super... Mm. Yeah, just he's top, top 20. He's top yeah, 20. Around, around there. But, but, but still, from somebody of his stature, you should at least be able to somewhat take over games when you need to, even if but, Kawhi is out. So this is the thing. Paul George can take over games. He has the ability Paul to George do. doesn't take over the games that they need him to take over. And that's what gets put under the spotlight. Mm-hmm. I don't know about the respect thing. I think it's a lot of fake tough guys in the NBA. And mm-hmm. I think... And I think rightfully so, uh, my guy Devin Booker has a chip on his shoulder. And he's playing like he does right mm-hmm. now. Because mm-hmm. Devin Booker is in that same category as uh, Bradley Bill. Like, it's been overlooked. Yep. overlooked. And, and, yep. and they're both guys that are all-stars to me. Yep. And so, in that situation, they're all soft. Nobody's fighting in the NBA. Like, they're all soft. I don't yep. – but, but, but I don't – Paul George – disrespect me, called me. Yeah. But that that's more so the point. But go ahead. Draymond Green called – Call KD a B word on the same team. Well, Draymond from from Michigan, so Draymond's got a whole different gear. Yeah, but look, look, yeah. look at Draymond now, and everybody's gone, and, and he has to be Superman last year. Right. And, and oh wait, I got a hurt wrist. I can't play. Yeah. Mister Tough Guy. Like, well, yeah. that's that's a business decision, right? Definitely. But what I'm saying, this is basketball. You telling the best guy on the planet, arguably, that he's a B. Well, you need that B word. So, <laughs> well, look, no, none of these guys are the bad boys of. You yeah. Know, the, I mean that that level of the best of the game is gone, right? But inside of your work, inside of your profession, there's the respected, there's the mediocre, and there's the people that they don't really feel you, right? I don't think in the league people like PG. I don't think they do. And I, I don't know. I don't. I think before PG got hurt, I think 
he had a lot of respect in the league. When he was on that USA team, when he got yeah, nervous, yeah, 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 I, yeah. I think he was he was one of those guys, and he was just a product of LeBron James in the East. Yeah. There was a lot of guys, a lot like Mike. Like People were excited when Mike retired that first time because they had a chance to win something. <laughs> a lot of guys in the East was excited when LeBron, yeah. when LeBron left, left the East. Mm-hmm. But yeah. Yeah. He had a 10-year span, as we all know, where mm-hmm. you weren't going to the finals if you were in the East. I don't care if you were Paul nope. George. Nope. I don't care if you were Dwayne Wade when he wasn't on your team. Like mm-hmm. I don't care who you were. And so as far as like taking games over and stuff like that, we see, hell, the other day he scored like 15 straight. Like He still has the, he ability, has the ability to do so. Yeah. In the playoffs, he doesn't. The playoff, <laughs> playoff reason, P is, and maybe, and maybe that's shrinks. maybe that's what Devin Booker was talking about. Maybe not. He's soft, like literally, like physicality, right, right, right. but his Mids- mindset. Mentally. Right. Yeah. And, and I think. And now I now now I will say this. I know you know we can't take shots at people for mental illness or uh, mental wellness, right? Because that's a real thing, right? Mm-hmm. And he had a breakdown inside the bubble mm-hmm. mentally, right? I don't think it's fair to call him soft for that, but I, I'm not using that. I'm literally saying when it's crunch time, he has the ability, but he doesn't turn the light on, right? Right, right. other players with less ability to have a better mindset that get more done exactly. in the last five minutes. I think exactly. that's why people call him soft because they're like, man, and, stop talking, bro. But if I'm, doing anything. on the same token, if I'm Paul George, I've never seen you in the playoffs, Devin Booker. So you we'll, get, we'll get, we'll get, I mean, he did get drafted by the Phoenix Suns. And, 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 and he's young, he's still young. Yeah, so, so he gets all these excuses. No, it's, it's, it's one comment they got that, that they caught on camera really, really nice, right? That's why we're making, I mean, we so, saw it. We how, so how, every so how, every how, top 10 pick goes to a bad team. So what? If you don't go to the playoffs, and, how, the playoffs. and how many of those teams go to the playoffs? None of them. Okay. So and how I mean, many of them do we, do we give a pass for? None. That's just, why John Morant almost taking his team to the playoffs is a big deal. That's why this is such a big deal. Well, John Morant like John is a a different kind of team. Now, Booker, outstanding shooter and scorer, right? But John's got a different athletic, mm-hmm. like whole different generational spin, right? Right, right. Even when Devin was at Kentucky, he was a shooter. No one ever talked about his defense. He was a cold, lights-out shooter. Right. He still is. Mm-hmm. But cold, light-out shooters don't take teams to the playoffs because Steph didn't do it until he had the other pieces around him. So I'm going to give Book a chance, but we're going to see how this thing plays out because PG now has a target on his back. Oh, yeah. The rest of this season, he needs to play with a certain chip on his shoulder or we're going to say, you really are that pump. So sticking with targets on their back, <laughs> the Brooklyn Nets, I think that everybody is is picking them well, not everybody, but a good chunk of people picking them to make it mm-hmm. to make it out the East mm-hmm. and, and go to the finals. Uh, just recently, I believe it was it was on Sunday again, seeing both Kyrie and KD miss both each of them miss last second shots. And I just mm-hmm. think back before the season started, where he's on a podcast, Kyrie is, and he's saying, "Oh yeah, well shoot, I'm finally on a team with somebody that can make." Make that shot too. That I mm-hmm. trust to make that. And, shot. And yeah, which was more so a shot at LeBron. So. What, what do you what do you think of for one? What do you think of the comments and and do you see them having any issues going forward? Kyrie is a outstanding basketball talent. Always has been. I'm a Duke fan. I got to see it up close and even with the Cavaliers before LeBron got there. Talented, right? But mm-hmm. no one takes anything that Kyrie says seriously because the dude thinks the world is flat, right? We just gotta just let Kyrie spout <laughs> off and just enjoy his craft, what he does. And disregard what he says because no one even pays attention to what Kyrie says. That's a fact. Um, I I don't think this means anything. They miss. They both miss shots. But we've seen both these guys take 
take and make tougher shots yep. and bigger games. In the playoffs. Yeah, yep. so it's not like in the finals even. Kyrie so, yeah. and KD. And KD. Like, yeah. I've seen Kyrie hit that same step back over Steph to win a finals game or over Clay to win yeah. a finals mm-hmm. game. I've seen mm-hmm. KD hit that shot over LeBron it's to a, steal it's, finals it's a shot. game. It's one game. Yeah, yeah. it's not. Yeah. I don't think they're overlooking it and we shouldn't. Um, as far as mm-hmm. the comments go, I think Kyrie knew what he was doing. He's being coy. He's being... He, he knows that that's the matchup everybody wants to see. Yep. I think he's poking at it a little bit mm-hmm. because Kyrie said it after he left. Hey, LeBron, I'm sorry. I didn't realize how hard it was, was to, yeah. to yeah. lead the franchise. Yeah. Like, yeah. I, I didn't understand. I apologize for that. Mm-hmm. So I think this is some some competitive banter, maybe poking at the bear a little bit. Some pettiness. Uh, some pettiness for mm-hmm. sure. Um, but like you said, he, he's really good. He has really good. He just hasn't been the guy to lead his team all the way because it's not easy to do. That's everyone something. can't do that. Yeah. Everyone cannot. Everyone's ta- a lot of people that are talented. They just can't always take an organization to the the promised land, right? We I mean we get spoiled because we saw Kawhi do it twice, basically mm-hmm. in less than two years. You literally plugged them into a team and off they go. Mm-hmm. That's not normal. But. To that point, though, too, we also seen that team go right back to the playoffs and, and win a lot of games the right. year after he left. So, right. like, you're, you're putting him in, in different, in decent situations. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? The mm-hmm. Clippers were a really good team before he got there. Um, and and the, the crazy part with Kyrie is the Celtics might have been better without him. Yeah. The, I and think they everyone are. knows that because Kyrie yeah. needs the ball. Yeah, he's a right? ball stopper. He's a ball stopper. And, Celtics and have a great young core that that oh, you, say, get, you get you get it. No, I, I, I don't know. I, you know, I'm I'm kind of I'm moving off the Celtics. Jason Tatum, outstanding, but I'm moving off. I'm moving and Jalen Brown, both of them are really yeah, good. Yeah, but I just don't. I don't see them. I just don't see it. I, 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 I do think they they have a small window because once because Jason got his money, but Jalen's coming up too, mm-hmm. and I don't I don't think that when it comes time. Some pieces, you know, Gordon left and he got he got his money, but mm-hmm. I, I just don't see that core staying together for too long because you know I just don't see him winning. I I mean I don't. I mean again, when you got the Nets that have two superstars, mm-hmm. the Celtics have a superstar and a really good All Star in Jalen Brown, right? You only have so much firepower to go around, and when you get in the playoffs, it's about matchups, right? Mm-hmm. I don't. The Celtics don't match up well. Who who their, who's their on the ball defender? Who they don't really. See, smart, smart will foul out. Don't worry and, about and, it. Or if, if you don't foul out, he'll get teed up twice, right? So after him is Jalen. So, so that's what I'm saying. Yeah. So you can't have your second best player be like the defender all the time, too. And, so and the other part is they both do the same things well, right? They're like the same build. They're the same they're player, the same player maybe two similar. inches separating them, right? So they need the ball in similar spots. Yeah. They need like it's it's just tough. Like I don't, I'm with you. I don't see it. I much. I think they'll both be good on their own mm-hmm. and, and great mm-hmm. pieces for mm-hmm. another championship level team, maybe. Yep. But I don't see them coming out the East. I and I've never been high on the Celtics. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. But I do. I am high on those guys. It's one of those things I was talking about earlier. I think they're both great. I just don't see it as a team. They're and like that's the thing. And, and Brad and Brad Stevens. I, I don't. How how long do you wait if you continue to get? to – I mean, but they did get to the. Uh, Shoot, they get to the Eastern Conference Finals? The Eastern did. Conference, or Yeah, with, so... With, with the piece they just lost, right? Yeah. He left, so they had a threesome. They had a combo, right? And they yeah. got smacked, too. I think they won one game. And Gordon Hayward was the piece that kind of tethered them together That's because he was the one that did something different. He's, He's the yeah. one that spread the floor. He's the one, like... He did things that, that allowed but, the other yeah. two to lift, lift their game, right? But that third piece and Gordon is gone. Just like the, the Rockets. The Rockets have always had... Two 
really good players. Mm-hmm. No matter whether it was Chris Paul and Harden or, or Russ, West, but they just just can't, have, can't they figure can't, it out. And I think the Celtics, I think they're at that point now. I think the Rockets, if they were going to do what they did when they brought in CP, when they brought in Russ, mm-hmm. they should have paid Clint Capella. I think that's I, I think if he would if him being there with with those guards would have changed the game. Mm-hmm. Like not having PJ Tucker as your center. I was gonna say PJ has to has to guard all the bigs. Yeah. That, I love PJ. I do too. Spreads the floor. I mean, yeah. But then he's that's not when when they when they got rid of Capella, I was like, they took away their ball defender, like the rim defender, right? And they took right. away the guy that could stretch out and make their defense tougher. Yeah, PJ. Yep, so. I mean, he's, he's he's tough, but he's not tall enough. And shout out to PJ Tucker for one. I'm a sneakerhead, and I love what he does with the sneakers on the yeah, court. Yeah. But for two, he's a six four guy that yeah. When he came into the league, was really just a defender. Um, Great to, dude. Yeah, Great to dude. to carve out a lane for himself. I think 14, 15 years in the league now. Shout yeah. out to you, bro. He became a shooter because he wasn't yeah. a shooter early on in his, in his career. He Best corner three point shooting percentage. So in the he, league. he grew into that. So. Yeah. Carlin hopped in a comedy. He said Woods is uh, better than Clint. He is better than Clint from a skill set, but mm-hmm. Clint, what Clint did was set the screen, defend, and athletic, and athletic. That's all. Rim. That's what he. Mm-hmm. He didn't take the ball out of out of mm-hmm. uh, James' hands at all, which was good because yeah. yeah, I mean that's so, what he was averaging his triple doubles when he had Clint. Um, yeah, but I also say I think it was Mark. Shout out to you. I'm a I'm so big on freaking Trey Young. I agree with you, Dwayne. Dwayne's it was Dwayne. Yeah, Dwayne's okay, a shout out Hawks to Dwayne. fan. Yeah, um, I'm huge on Trey Young. I think he's top two or three point guards in the league right now. Don't ah, that's high praise, man. That's yeah, he's he, he been saying that for a while now. So um, I, I haven't seen anybody in the second year in the league average thirty and ten. I haven't seen a person. No, he's super talented. I mean, he's he's a scorer. And then we're gonna get back to that whole step in. He don't play no defense. Hey, I'm gonna say he's he's a score. It's that same thing. He's a point guard. He's a scoring point guard. He's not a facilitator, but he's a scoring point right, guard. Right. Much like Steph. No, no, no. So, so, so this yeah. is this is what I'll say, and and kill me for this, whatever. <laughs> I think Trey Young is better than Steph Curry, but I think there's no Trey Young without Steph Curry. Because Trey got to pattern his game after Steph and be better at it, just like exactly. Not the Kobe. It's not better than Mike, but Kobe got to pattern he, he his had game. The blueprint. Yeah. He had the blueprint, right? We've seen people become what they are because of other players. So right. I, I agree with that. Right. All right. So let's get into some NFL. We got some of this wild card action to get into. But first, mm-hmm. I want to say what we got rid of Anthony Lynn. Wait, can I say one more thing? Go for sorry, it. Go for it. Go for it. Yeah, yeah. I know that sounds crazy. I just said Trey Young's better than the Hall of Famer. But if you just isolate Steph Curry's first two years in the league and look at Trey Young's first two years in the league, mm-hmm. it's almost disrespectful to Trey Young to compare him to Steph Curry at that point. You know what I'm saying? Like that's that's what I'm looking at when I say With that. With similar setups, both teams were bad. Bad teams. But yeah. One of the players had progressively and much better. Individual statistics with said terrible team where the other right. one did not. Right, and that's all that's I'm fair. saying. That's fair. So, so, so maybe he doesn't have the career Steph had because because things worked out and it played out the way sure. they did. But I'm just saying, year two skill set is not even close. Yeah. So, so because you uh, because you hop back into that, <laughs> we got a, a comment in here. Uh, top three point guards in the league right now. Gosh, dog. Here we go. You said top three point top guard? three point guards in the league right now. You want mine? Good, yeah, go for it. Oh. Is LeBron a point guard? He he led the league in assists last year. I I mean, that's the thing. That there's really the point guard. We don't know. There's not really a true point guard anymore because every when I mean, we let a lot everyone to bring the ball up, right? Mm-hmm. Like LeBron brings the ball up. Well, LeBron's a point guard. 
LeBron, LeBron's a passer. He's, he's yeah, a facilitator. Yeah, yeah. He's, but he's not a point guard. <laughs> he's not a point guard. You can't be 6'8", 240, talking about I'm, I'm the point guard. Yeah. You, the, now, Magic, Magic actually was, was a point yeah. guard because Magic was a point guard in position his entire, even at Michigan State. Now, if Magic was as athletic as LeBron, do you still let him play point? That's the thing. Magic will ne- will, did not have the lessons, but Magic's, he was a point guard in a power, in a, 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 a small forward, power a small forward body. that eats a little too much potatoes body, right? Right, right. LeBron is, Midwest boy. LeBron is, that's just, that we've never seen that before. And to be able to handle the ball like that, that's unfair. So, but to answer your, your question, I mean, that's, that's, I mean, you got Dame is there, no doubt, right? But then you start getting the weeds, like you said. How many really great point guards are there, right? I'm, is is do we do we consider Harden a point guard? Because yeah, he, he takes the ball. I think up, LeBron's yeah. more in a point guard than Harden. But I'm saying, but what but what is Harden? Is he is he your two? Is he is he the point? Because he well, they keep bringing in point guards, which tells me he's not a point guard. If, he, he if, was always he's always facilitating the offense, though. Even when yeah. CP was CP three was there. Because if, we, if we, he's like, I'm with the ball, I'm facilitating the offense. Yeah. Which well, that makes you the point guard, but he can't run now. Running offense is different, but again, does Steph run the offense? No, he's my, point my guard. top three. Yeah. I'm gonna go. My number one right now is the young boy right down the road, Luca. Of course. My number two is Trey Young. Number three, I'll go Dame. I like Dame. Because I got Luka and Dame, but I can't find a third one. Actually, Ooh, CP's Luka. still playing. CP's but he's got to be my... That's CP what I'm saying. Is like, CP is like my 3A, 3B. That resurgence. You got that resurgence with CP. But if we're doing true point guards, I think Chris Paul well, definitely still at this point in his Chris career. Paul. But the thing is, that's why I said, what is a point guard? Because it's so difficult. Because a yeah. point guard is the person who brings the ball past half court and facilitates the offense. Sure yeah. That is not always the guy who's literally, when, the, when, when you do the roster at the beginning of the game, the guy that's the shortest dude on the field on the on the court, right? So See, yeah. said, he said, "Can't say CP. CP. All CP does is take bad teams to the playoffs, man. I'm telling you." But he he's amazing. He's in what like 16th or 17th. Yeah, season? same as LeBron. He's, right, he's right behind LeBron. He was old. So LeBron's six. 18. So yeah. then he's 17. Then Mm-mm. he's like six, 15 or 16. He's a couple that's, years younger that, than LeBron. That, that's oh, tough, okay. man. That's but still, tough. I mean, we saw what he did at OKC. Everybody seems to forget what he did with the Hornets. Mm-hmm. I mean, let me, let me ask you this. So, does does he go? Do you put CP3 ahead of Jamal Murray? Yeah. Jamal Murray? Well, Jamal Murray, not a point. Are we, talk, are we talking about points? Or? He, Jamal Murray is actually. He's, Jamal's a point. He's a point. Jamal, and they, so is Ben Simmons. They, they they I'm just saying. Well, see? Ben Simmons. I'm yeah. just saying. He's, ben Simmons ben is making threes. One. <laughs> <laughs> I want to bring Ben in there because if Ben could ever figure out how oh, to shoot, be, but it's over he, for the he would be that point. I'm telling y'all. If Ben Simmons learns how to shoot, he's an athletic. He would he becomes an athletic Luka Doncic. Yes, and and three inches. And he's taller. a point. And he's a point. And he has the handles. And he can get in the lane anytime he wants. And the vision. But he can't shoot, so he can't be the best point guard, mm-hmm. right? See what I'm saying? This but it's a hard. But I do think Jamal Murray is a point guard. I think what what you see in and this is what I, I guess I'll say to your question earlier mm-hmm. because they always have a, another point guard, whether it be um, I, I forget who's other guard, but. Some some teams run a two point guard system. Like mm-hmm. uh, you just have scoring point guards and you have facilitating point guards. Mm-hmm. Like Donovan Mitchell, for example. Donovan Mitchell's a point guard. But he's a scorer. He's a sc- he's more a of a scoring guard he's, though. He's like a combo. Yeah. So they bring in yeah. a, a a Rubio or a Conley to so, facilitate and to take the ball, take mm-hmm. the pressure off of him. Mm-hmm. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So it's not like he's not he's no longer a point guard. I don't put him in the conversation with Devin uh, Booker because Devin Booker's more of a 
traditional two guard. Like he's a scorer. Shooter. He's a straight yeah. shooter. And so, I'm just saying, Jamal did. We we so quickly we forget Jamal. Now he's got Joker, but he they took that team and ran that thing all the way through the Western Conference Finals. Mm-hmm. Like that was a squad what? though too. Yeah, and they're, and they're they're suffering from losing Jeremy Grant and me and Chad talked about mm-hmm. and also. Uh, uh, Beasley, they lost Beasley yep, too. Yep. They're, and they're not having the, the start that they w- thought they was going to have this year. It's be- early, so we're only it's seven early. games. It in. is early, yeah. but I think that's going to hurt them in the long run. That depth that they mm-hmm. had, and mm-hmm. then also people kind of learn how to guard you because nobody was nobody was checking for them last year. No, even with the record they had, they, even, nobody's even talking being, about even, them. Even being nah. down in two different series. Yeah, it was it was it was still Lakers. Yeah, because they, 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 they were down one three. They were down three one twice, yeah. and came back and cleaned them up. Yep, yep, twice. So, and like you said, no one you have game film on them, but you can't adjust in the playoffs that quickly. Right. But this right. is a different season, so we'll see how that plays out. All right, let's get into this football. Marlon about to start looking at me crazy, because yeah, uh, he likes to do thirty minute episodes. Um, oh, all right, so I'm gonna say now we good, we good. Um, Chargers, we got rid of Anthony Lynn. Great guy. Definitely didn't help that we went 4-0 our last four games. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I, if I can have my pick, I want Eric Bieniemy. If he's smart, he Who won't. Who doesn't? Who doesn't want Eric if, if If he's smart, he won't come because you got to go against <laughs> Patrick Mahomes twice. No, if he's smart, he stays where he's at because he doesn't want to go. Like, Why would you leave? Look, Eric Bieniemy needs to only leave Kansas City for like four teams. Maybe the Patriots, just because they're cachet. Mm-hmm. May, like maybe the Steelers, if Tomlin ever wants to leave. Like he has his choice, his pick of the litter. Mm-hmm. He doesn't have to go to a five and, and eleven team just because they need a coach. I don't want respect, I don't, put some respect on. Well, him look, I don't want him to make the mistake that every person, every coach that came out of New England did. Romeo mm-hmm. Cornell, Josh McDaniel, mm-hmm. they all were this hot coordinator oh, that everyone uh, kept calling around. Some dude from the Lions, that got for Pat oh, um, Patricia. So all of them were like these, like. These, and they're like, oh, I, if I can take – he's the quarterback. If I take him and put him in my team, but that's, not, that, that's not the that. way it works. And Eric Bieniemy, like you said, he's in a perfect spot. Don't go anywhere. Yeah. Team, and, unless you're leaving for a team that is set up. Now, mm-hmm. the Chargers, they have a great, great young quarterback. But the rest of your team is – We're going to say good. Great is five wins. Are great. It, but see, that you look at that. I mean, we're – I mean, it's okay. He's a talented man. Yes, you're, right, you're right. You're right. You're right. <laughs> so, so where? So he where, could so, be. He could be really good. Yeah, he and I, I think he will be. If, have you watched? Have you watched film on him? I watch every single game every Sunday. Damn near every game. To be fair, Josh Allen. No one was giving Josh Allen anything two years ago. Everyone was like, "Bad pick." You he wasn't giving him credit this year. You bring it. You bring in the right As coach. An MVP. You bring in was it Sean McDowell? And now all of a sudden, everyone's like, "Oh goodness, he's." Y'all weren't. It's all about the coach and the quarterback, right? Mm-hmm. Herbert needs the right coach because same thing. I mean, look at Denver, right? Denver has has got I don't know what they've had five different starting quarterbacks that have been drafted in the last three years. They think about that. You've drafted five different guys in the last three years, and none of them are because no, you don't have the coach there, right? Mm-hmm. So the coach is everything. Coaches, look, Sean Payton and Drew Brees. There you go, right? Belichick, Brady. There you go, right? It's Andy Reid and Mahomes. Mahomes forever, right? And, and Andy Reid did it with Donovan freaking McNabb. Yeah. Right? Because it's yeah. the coach, bro. So, but to get back to your question, y'all aren't going to get that coach because nobody wants to go there. Sorry. Not, I not, know. Not and, and, hey. And I think you guys had a better chance of getting Airbnb if you were still in San Diego. We also have to, I don't, we I don't also have to remember. I think it does. Like, like. 
their second fiddle in that LA market, which is already satur- oversaturated. Ram- with yeah, the Rams are, are clearly you got the well, better draw. Well, you got every. I mean, freaking, you got the Clippers, the Lakers, yeah. the Dodgers. Okay, like, even just football, right. the Rams actually yeah. are a more well loved team in LA. They have a base there. You guys aren't from there. Uh, uh, okay. All right, guys. I'm sorry. Okay. You brought right. these up. No, all, all I wanted to say was, you know, if I had my choice, Ur- Urban, Urban's a guy that they, they were saying Stop. 12 mil maybe for Urban him Meyer? to go. Yeah. And I think you have a better chance for Urban Meyer than that. If, if anything, I think he'd probably go to Jacksonville. If, right. if, if anything. Well, Urban so. has also seen what Nick Saban has done, right? Mm-hmm. And everyone's learned if you're going to leave college, you don't leave unless you have a good situation to fall into. Yeah. Only problem is, NFL vacancies aren't open for good teams, right? So you got to take a team eventually. And I'm telling, I'd say it till the wheels fall off. Young quarterbacks get coaches fired, man. Or that they get the right one, like up in Buffalo. Yeah, like it, it can be a great marriage, but it's very difficult to find a coordinator who can develop a quarterback. Because not every coordinator, some corners are great play callers, right? Mm-hmm. But they don't develop the quarterback. That's the difference. You guys got to find a, a coach. That's not just a great play caller, but can actually develop the talent. Do you think? Field. Do you think that's the problem with the Rams? I think Sean McVay is a really good play caller. I think he's a great. I don't think. Yeah, I, I but think, I don't think Jared Goff has gotten any better over the last two, two to three seasons. So, part of that is we have a better look at their offense now. Because when McVay came in, everyone's like, "Oh, everyone started stealing his ideas, right?" But yeah, I don't think Sean McVay is the best developer of a quarterback. Mm-hmm. But he's a hell of a play caller and motivator too. And motivator, yeah. and and you know, Young, he's, you know, he's got just, that he's got that LA feel and it, it fit. But you're right, they they haven't got better in the last three years. They've actually they hit the peak and now they're starting to regress. Right, that's why you got to get a developer. Like Andy Reid makes quarterbacks better. Mahal, no, no one was checking for. I don't care what anybody says. Everybody owned. No one was checking for Mahomes when he came out of Texas Tech his rookie year. Nobody. Anyone that says different, stop lying, right? Show me the tape because right. no one did. But then all of a sudden, everything, Andy everything comes out with this dude. Everyone says, oh, they got Tyreek Hill and they, they got all this talent. They got Travis Kelsey. There's been, there's been more talented receiver team in the history of the NFL, but they didn't have the quarterback and the coach to, to bring put it, it together. So yeah. you take Mahomes out of that, Hell, that offense is not the same. Right now. Right. They have a situation where if Dak go, if that come back and he go, he gonna have some pressure because got- we got CD Lamb official, right? Gallup. Gallup has walked in and just grown into like literally a bona fide number one All receiver right, that you need to actually cover, and then you mm-hmm. still have Cooper over there, right? You and look, Blake we, Jarwin we, we got a, a decent to great tight end considering the rest of the league, right? Mm-hmm. Then you still got now. Yeah, the problem is you got a running back problem now because now. We don't know. If, I mean, what do you do with Zeke? Because he's. I don't, I don't think that's. I don't think. It's I, I think they look good. I'm not saying. Uh, I mean, Zeke is gonna be the man, but it, if he plays like he played the last two games of the season next year, we're good. But I don't know. I think it, it really did mess with his psyche, right? When they took him out and put the young fella in and said, "There you go," and he's like, "Well, well, wait a minute," because he ran extra hard the last two games this, of the season. This is this is what we gotta always go back to. <laughs> He's he's rushing against eight man boxes. He did before, but even but with the but when you have Gallup and City Lamb, those aren't eight. Those aren't those, those boxes aren't there anymore. Not eight man boxes. Yes, did you watch this year? Well, when you had well, when wait, you had the first three quarterbacks like this, it was. Yeah, you said this year, yes, yeah, yeah but, yeah. but Zeke had some lackluster performances before Dak got hurt. Zeke didn't. He didn't start the season off well. He had some lackluster hole entry where you saw a hole and, we, and he didn't hit it. Right. I'm, I'm a. I'm a. I'm a we talked about this on the podcast earlier because the, the 
Cowboys led the league or were last in the league, excuse me, in second mm-hmm. half rush attempts before mm-hmm. before Dak got hurt. A lot of it is because you're you're down. Because you're down and playing <laughs> yeah. from behind. Yeah. But a lot of that is like it, it weighed on Zeke's performance throughout the year. He's used to getting the ball twenty to twenty five times a game. Sure. So so it's and, and he's always been a groove. He's a second mm-hmm. half guy. Mo- mm-hmm. Like most bigger running backs. You right, see Derrick Henry down. at the end of the game last this week sure. where Woo. where he ends up with like two hundred yards or something like that. Yeah. But Bigger backs and stronger backs are built like that. They break down your defense. They mm-hmm. they beat on you, beat on you, beat on you. Mm-hmm. But when Tony Pollard came in this game and and he's all of a sudden getting 20, 15-yard carries, mm-hmm. the defense is completely different too because now you got Andrew, Andy Dalton back there with this guy who's – oh, he's more of a receiving threat than Zeke. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Quicker to the uh, hole. Quicker to the hole. Mm-hmm. I'll give him that. Mm-hmm. But – as a defense, now I got to prepare for a lot of stuff. Yep. When 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 yep. Zeke Will is in the game, yep. when Zeke is in the game, I'm stopping the run for yeah. sure because I don't think Andy Dalton could beat me. And that's the thing. We'll, when Dak comes back, we will see what Dak is made of because we've now seen a Dakless mm-hmm. offense. And like you said, you pack the box because Andy Dalton hadn't beat anybody in all these years in Cincinnati, right. and he's not going to beat him now, right? Mm-hmm. When Dak comes back, there's a lot of pressure on that young man to earn his money because now everyone's going to say, "Wait a minute." You got all these receivers. You have a tight end, but what? And you got may, two backs. But what may fail him is that aging, overpaid offensive line. Offensive line. Yep. And you look because at look, one point you guys did have one of the best. No, the best. No, no, it was the best. It was it, young, young Tyron Smith, bro, monster. But yeah. that's the thing in the NFL, you only have Small a window. window with these with these um, caps, right? Mm-hmm. You got to get the players in. Look, look at Seattle. They took it. They still haven't won a championship. Since when they won, when he was since his Russ's rookie, rookie contract, season. and his rookie contract was costing them <laughs> nothing, so that defense was, was packed. Crazy. Right? It's hard in the NFL to do that. So the Cowboys yeah. have to make a decision. All right, so let's get into some of these uh, wild did, card games. So um, I'm so glad that that Dalton performed the way he did because there were actually people that thought Dalton should be the starter sure. over Dak. They were yeah. like, "Don't pay Dak. We'll, we got Dalton." Yeah. I'm like, what the play. heck? Yeah, well, now, he, now, now you, you see what you have. Football for the past people, are <laughs> people are short-sighted. Yeah, again, yeah. Dak, you know, unfortunately, he got hurt, but no one's even thinking about that. All they're thinking about is Danucci and Dalton. Mm-hmm. Like, look, Dalton's not that bad. Dak, the, the Cowboys were leading the NFL in yardage per game before Dak went out. Now, they weren't winning, right. but they score points. They put up yardage, right? If he mm-hmm. comes back, I mean, the injury's going to be tough, but if he comes back lackluster, the Cowboys cannot sign that to a long contract. Not with that receiving court. And I think they yeah. got to attack the defensive secondary in the draft. You've been screaming for safety That's for, been for years. As for no, uh, since week one, he's been screaming just trade for uh, well, she was name Earl. No, or Jamal, 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 somebody. Earl yeah, we're both available this year. Yeah. But do you see what Jamal Adams does to that Seattle defense? Even though he's had no interceptions, which is still mind blowing. He has no interception this year, but Jamal Adams changed the entire culture of the defense. Now, don't get me wrong. The first five, six games, it was, it was rocky. Tough. It was bad. But he figured it out. He became you know, their, their play caller on the field, and that's why they have a chance to win this weekend. When you have – when you like – in football, it's really hard for one guy to, to change the team. But on the defense, that middle linebacker position and that safety position, when you have it. a guy like – like uh, Jamal Adams, like a you know Ray, Ray Lewis, Lewis yeah. or Ed Reed, or yeah. one of these types of players, yeah. a generational mm-hmm. guy mm-hmm. that you can do it. Maybe not a corner, maybe not a defensive lineman. Yeah, I mean you see it in L.A. with with uh, Aaron Donald, but he's different. Well, Aaron Donald's just Aaron Donald's Aaron Donald. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. I, I love the young uh, boy in Washington. But, but shoot, I mean even when they got Jalen Ramsey, Jalen Ramsey changed the the angle of that defense because they always had Donaldson, right? Yeah. But when they brought in Jalen Ramsey. 
it lets safety say, I can I can take a break back here on that deep third, right? Because young fellas got that whole side, right? So yeah, you give you give you give your defense alignment another second to get to the quarterback. Pressure like on your quarterback. whole defense gets yep. better. And, and, now, if the, and if the quarterback makes a bad throw, because now that, that pressure can put on Jalen Ramsey can take it to the house, right? And, and now now 30 points is a win instead of a loss. Mm-hmm. For sure. Yeah. All right. So we we done with the we good with the cowboy talk? Yeah, we can talk about the Chargers. I mean, you you're talking about right. playoffs, playoffs, Cowboys. No, no. You brought it in. So. <laughs> All right, so the first game we have on Saturday, the Colts at the Bills. Um, that's 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 going to be a retirement party for Philip. You know, um, I, I think I think we may get an upset. Oh, okay, let me say. So everyone goes into these wild card weekends and they throw out these these. Oh, I got an upset coming, but give me the actual reason because it could happen. But tell me why it should. Because it's Philip. Because I'm a, I'm a Rivers fan, and I think if he's going to retire. <laughs> He's gonna get you think it this, this year. Gonna be the well, no, uh, and he doesn't. No, no, he's not because also too when you look at this Colts team, they all they play indoors, and you're gonna go in Buffalo. I don't know what the weather's gonna look like cold. On, on Saturday. Definitely T.Y. cold, but T.Y. Hilton I mean, threatened anyone vertically in seven they've, years. They've actually gotten a lot better. Their their chemistry was off the first half of the season, and they've mm-hmm. been getting it back together. Their running backs have been clicking. So, but hey, the Bills, the Bills are nice. definitely a better team all around. Uh, it, it'll be hard for the, the Colts so to win. Ba- so you're banking on the on the experience of Philip Rivers. No, I, I, I want Maybe. I want Rivers to win. Who do you think is going to really win? The Bills, but okay, I want Rivers. That, but that. I want Rivers. <laughs> you said I'm saying you got to understand. He he likes Rivers, and he's not very big on Allen, so that's why. He <laughs> well, you better come around, Josh Allen, because I mean, he's next that, up. That dude is that dude's a house. He's and and also too with I think he may fall third. Maybe in the MVP uh, uh, voting, but well, he ain't winning because Aaron Rodgers. Is gonna R- Rodgers win, so. is gonna get it, yeah, yeah. for sure. But I, let me ask y'all this: We just seen it in the Heisman Trophy winning situation. Is Devontae Adams in the conversation at all? Nope. He should be. Unfortunately, in the this field, this that, that this happen. That this, cannot happen. This should be, and you. I think you've actually mentioned it: the most valuable quarterback award. That's essentially what it should be. Or, or yeah, but that's what the. To your point earlier, the NFL is built around offense, right? And it's built. We market everyone on the commercials. Um, every State Farm commercial is Aaron Rodgers and Patrick Mahomes, Patrick right? Mahomes. There's a reason and why. Chris they're, they're, Paul, you haters. Yeah, and there's a reason why you can't even <laughs> you can't even get close to a quarterback anymore because All the they are and... they are the team, right? So the best player is not always the MVP. The most valuable player on a team is typically the quarterback. Ask the Cowboys, right? Unless. Unless your name is Derek Thank you, Mark. Henry. Adams and Henry should be in that conversation. Adams yeah, is – he's one of five receivers ever to have 18 touchdowns. Okay, okay. Like, just, wait, wait, just, wait. just no, think no, about wait, that. Wait, just wait, think about that. No, wait. So you're it's saying, history. No, it is. It's great. Oh, history. So historical moments. Okay, that's great. Let's I'm go. say historical because here's the thing. I can think of a, a receiver right now who's gifted – athletically gifted more than pretty much anyone in the NFL, and that's Julio Jones, right? Why does Julio Jones not put up good numbers? It's not because he's not open. Well, you got injuries. No, he, he's always he's always hurt. But and also the quarterback, the quarterback, Aaron Rodgers. Now Devontae Adams is wonderful, but Aaron Rodgers gets him the ball and puts the ball in places to, to let him do that. He doesn't have that season with Andy Dalton at quarterback in Green Bay. Is what I'm saying. So Devontae Adams is, is awesome, but I think you're right. I think you gotta right. have a quarterback because Aaron Rodgers. Don't get me wrong. I think Aaron Rodgers is in the conversation with. Tom Brady and, Absolutely and Peyton is. Manning for best yes. best quarterbacks of this era. But I don't think that the 
they're where they are without Devontae Adams. He doesn't throw the ball to anybody else. I agree. You can, we, we, <laughs> talk, we, talk, we talked about this too. You, you will play to find a way to double team or sure. you find schemes mainly against Adams because he's the main person that, that he goes to and he still finds a way to get oh, over. And, and he and, still and, finds a way to get 18 touchdowns in now, a season. And, and, and to give you that, it's because Aaron Rodgers is the best I think I've he can't catch ever, it too. ever seen at just keeping the play alive just long enough for his receiver to figure it way. And then he puts the ball 60 yards down the field, right, on the on different the hash. And, and <laughs> so it goes both ways. I'm not taking anything away from – I'm just saying, And uh, I don't want to take nothing away from Rodgers. But that, I just that's, thought it was interesting because we just saw the receiver win basically the MVP of college football, yep. wh- whose quarterback did a lot of the same stuff you're talking right, about. Right. And but, also Henry, we're getting 2,000 yards. I mean, but at the end of the day, it's, it should be changed. And, and I actually argued with you because you actually mentioned this. It should essentially be changed to the yes. best quarterback. And it, it is. It's going to be that way because the NFL market is that way, right? But th- yeah, Henry should really get consideration because the past two seasons without really. him, I mean, Tannehill's not doing anything. They're not a playoff. They're team. not even. Yeah, so he's valuable. You take him out of the team, they don't have a team, right? But you can say the same for Aaron Patrick, Rogers, Patrick Patrick Mahomes. Aaron. There's only a few players, but most of them happen to be quarterbacks. Devontae Adams, fine. Give him that nod as, as the best receiver in football who's not going to win the MVP award. There you go. I'll give him that. But, may, but maybe there should be like – I don't know. Maybe it, it should be a position award because like, – it's, it's, it's only right. Or And I, I think that, that way it should be in basketball too. I, mm-hmm. think, I think there should be an, a most valuable player award and then a best player award. Sure. Because, Outstanding player. Because yeah. – you can't tell me that Steph Curry and Giannis Antetokounmpo Kapoko should have more MVPs than Kobe. Of course not. But but everyone, there's also some bias there too because Kobe, you know, they didn't want to, just like Mike. Mike should have had more MVPs, but you have to share the love when you play in a really good era, right? You can't always be the best player that year. No, Kobe, he was the best player every year. Who's that? Mike for like 10 I know. Years. So why didn't he get it? And because LeBron. They, the they, just, they can't let you be the it's best voter player. It's voter fatigue. Exactly. So to talk about what receiver changing the culture, look at what D-Hop did when he left Houston. They didn't get worse. In fact, J.J. Watson actually stayed healthy this year, right? Deshaun Watson, outstanding season. But what was the difference? Oh, he didn't have Hopkins out there, right? Oh, man. Receivers can make and break a quarterback. Shout out to my cousin, man, Austin. Oh, this was y'all year, you thought. Um, (laughs) All the weapons around him. Kyler Murray this, Kyler Murray that. (laughs) <laughs> but we're going to be watching oh, Baker awesome. Mayfield yeah. this weekend, buddy. Oh, yeah. He was saying that they can win like three straight, but or four straight, actually. But all right. So right. Uh, let's go over to the next game on Saturday. The Rams, we were just talking yeah. about that. Rams yeah. going to see us. I think this honestly might be the best game. It's going to be a uh, – if we see the, the Seahawks that we saw in the first five, six, seven games versus – You're not going to see them, though. You're not going to see – this Seahawks team gets better with the season – and like you said, Jamal Adams has now put his footprint on this team. They're not getting gouged anymore for those long plays, right? Mm-hmm. And in fact, they're actually bending a lot, but they're not breaking. They're putting up mm-hmm. more and more field goals and ending drives that way. So I don't think the Rams are going to go into Seattle and beat Russell Wilson on wild card weekend. Because that man has magic every wild card round. I, and I, 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 and I, I and let Jalen Rams and I let you go to second. And I'll let you go in a second. I, I think if, if we have if we got if we got fans, 
if, if we got fans and twelve man, that that makes a huge difference. Same with Buffalo. Just the same with all these teams. So now the fact I don't think Seattle has any fans at this point, mm-hmm. uh, but but definitely I think that's honestly going to be one of the best matchups and and yeah, one of the one of the better games. I'm taking Seattle. Nothing against LA. I think LA is a good team, right? But Seattle. Russell Wilson does something in in wild card rounds every year. You, Think about it. when's the last time you've seen Seattle go out in the first round? Not since he's it, been there. It doesn't happen. Sometimes they always have a bye. So yeah. Well, he's I got think, magic in that arm. I'm telling you. I think <laughs> Russell Wilson is one of those players who just makes game winning plays. Like as a basketball player, we did plus minus. So you mm-hmm. would you would you would track things like tip passes, mm-hmm. you know, deflections, mm-hmm. um, loose balls, you right. know, um, things like that. And so Russell Wilson is just one of those guys, whether it's scrambling for three yards on a third third and two or mm-hmm. or you Not know the stat sheet. <laughs> the dump off to the tight end who was supposed to be in protection, but he avoids the sack and gets ten yards somehow. Yep. Like just plays that you don't see in the highlights necessarily or don't mm-hmm. show up big in the stat sheet, mm-hmm. but they keep a drive going. Or they, you know, I I think it's almost to a fault because uh uh Carol Believes mm-hmm. in him too much. Mm-hmm. Should have gave Marsh on the ball. Mm-hmm. Yep. But, but I mean, to his credit, like we've seen him do it over and over again. So mm-hmm. I, I don't know. I think and, and I, got, Dwayne, I got the I got the Seahawks. And, and Dwayne hopped in and he said that Seahawks defense is better now that Dunlap and Adams, you know, are back. Mm-hmm. So I mean, and Adams set a record this year for safeties, safety sacks, sacks. Yeah. sacks by same. It was eight, wasn't it? History, yeah, yeah. Eight you know nine. what? I never get to the next game, but. One yep. of the things that still bothers me is that I, I just, I'll never figure it out. We talked about Michael Jordan was the best player. He didn't get the MVP of it, right? Someone please explain to me how Russell Wilson has never received a vote for MVP. MVP vote. Now he's never won one. He's never actually received a first place vote for MVP mm. ever. And you got the wrong people voting for these awards, too. Let's say that, too. Yeah. We got the wrong people voting for awards. We got the wrong people voting for Broadcasters, yeah. But... It. I mean, we were actually fortunate enough to have one of the vote, one of the fifty voters on our podcast about. See, now it looks like I'm taking a shot at him. You know, no, 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 no. But, 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 no, but, but I agree. You know, when, when you look at, we need to at least figure out and sit down who's actually doing these votes. Yeah, and and so that makes because, no sense. Yeah. We know who's doing it. Well, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's the writers, and they, yeah. they don't know what they're talking about. So. Yeah. So I, I think, think all right, who I you, who you got? Seahawks. Seahawks. Right? Okay. Yeah, What's your point? Your last point. Um. Uh, Oh, I, my, my last point was about I think it needs to be a situation where like like coaches pick the second second half of the All Star game in the NBA. Mm-hmm. I think they need to vote for MVP or players or something like that. Like yeah, that's yeah. It. So yeah, that's a good idea. All right, so now we have no disrespect uh, to the journalists out there, but it's just sometimes yeah. y'all don't know what y'all talking about. Y'all are good at writing though. Y'all <laughs> really good at, at chronicling. You just don't know what you're talking about sometimes. All right, so the Bucks and Washington. I was really hoping that the Cowboys won. And, uh, you, you know, Washington that. lost, so then we can have a game here. Uh, Brady can come to, to Jerry's world. So, But um, I, I think this this defense, I think I said this about two, three weeks ago, that with Washington, I think that it's not going to be an easy, easy blow no. win. It doesn't matter if it was Washington, the Giants, or the Cowboys. I think it was still going to be a tough, uh, tough matchup. But, I mean, Brady... And and the Bucks that receiving core. I don't know if Mike Evans is playing, but the the offense is actually clicking like it should. And yeah, um, you know, I think they'll, they'll, Washington they'll has pull it three out. first round picks on their front line. Three. All right, that's what people they're <laughs> underestimating. That's what kept them in the season. Chase Young is yeah, he's a monster, right? But it's just not him. 
right? There's two other gentlemen there that have been drafted in the first round, so they got three first-rounders there. But when it comes down to it, Washington just doesn't have the firepower. Alex Smith still doesn't look good to me. That The last two games, he's not in his groove. He's you know He came off another injury from a major injury. Mm-hmm. I just don't see that happening, so I see the Bucs coming in and taking them out maybe by like 10. Yeah, I don't think this one's going to be close. I think they definitely cover a double-digit spread. Mm-hmm. And, and to your point, like they might – I see him getting three or four sacks this game, but Tom Brady figures it out. It's a wrap. Yeah. Because yeah. he, he, he's known for getting the ball out quick anyway. It's not – Yeah. Now, this is the game I want to see. Yeah. Outside of so, Seattle and, and L.A. This is the, the, uh, the first Sunday game, Ravens at the Titans. We were yep. just talking about Derrick Henry yep. and, and he, how the offense essentially is around – revolves around him. They do have – speaking of the large receivers um, – Oh, I'm drawing Brown? a blank. Yes, AJ Brown. AJ Brown's I mean, a beast. Yeah, a beast, sure. a beast man. Yeah. So yeah, <laughs> he's, he's actually thicker. Man. Yeah, yeah. Brown's like, yeah. like a linebacker. Yeah. So they got they they have they have some weapons on offense. The Titans do, but but this Ravens team just about maybe five or four weeks ago they were out the playoffs. So mm-hmm. you know, I said they would get in. I thought that uh, Miami would get out. So. Um, this one's gonna be a. You were big on Tua. You this is gonna be. This is gonna be a, mm. gonna be a dog. Tua, fight. All, all, all I said was, Uh-oh. and we'll get to the picks. Right. All, all right. I said was, <laughs> you draft a guy that high, you need to see what you have. But that's the all. Point I'm is, the point is to win the game to get in the playoffs. So you play Fitz Magic because he gives you the best opportunity to get into the playoffs. And if he didn't have COVID, I think they would be in the playoffs. So you think Fitz Magic was better? No, 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 no. I'm basically saying just in that game alone with Tua messing up, mm. I think Fitz would have came in and saved it. Kind of like so Nick Foles. Kind of like how Nick Foles is better than Carson Wentz. I guess you can say that. I mean, um, wins are wins. But, yeah, you know, I, I, here's the but go ahead. I want to see this game again because the first time they played it, it went double overtime. Plus, this is one of those games you know what's going to happen. They're both going to line up. They're going to show their pride. Baltimore is not going to let Henry run over them. And Henry's like, I'm going to run over y'all. So yep. And then Lamar is going to be Lamar. And it's going to come down to who makes less mistakes between Tannehill and Lamar. And I think Tannehill is going to show his ass this time and actually have a turnover or two, which is what he didn't do last year. So I think Baltimore gets a couple turnovers, and that'll be the difference. Oh, I don't I don't think uh I haven't loved I haven't loved the Ravens this year. I haven't I haven't loved them. Um so I'm gonna go with the Titans. I don't think you give Tannehill a chance to show his ass because I, to me, the Ravens against that defense at least won't be able to put up the points that'll scare you enough to get in to get into a game where Tannehill has to throw for 250, 300 yards. Derek will still continue to carry the ball even well into the second half, right? Yeah. But on third and four, he got on third and three. I just play. I see Tannehill making a mistake because I've I've watched Tannehill back when he was at A and M. I watched him for a long time. I watched him when he was in Miami. I didn't know he went to A and M. Yeah, he was actually he wasn't even a quarterback. Okay. He was actually a receiver and transitioned to quarterback and got drafted in the first round, like his second year after playing quarterback. Because he's an athlete, he's like Taysom Hill, right? But not quite, not nearly as fast. But Tannehill's gonna make a mistake because these two teams are are well balanced. Neither one's much better than the other one. Turnovers have to be the difference, and I don't see Lamar making that mistake. I don't. So we'll have to see. I got the Titans. Think that mm-hmm. shout out to Logan Thomas too. He's a college quarterback at Vitek now playing tight end for the Washington okay. football oh, yeah. team. So parallels with them. <laughs> yeah. Um, but we talked about Steph sixty points earlier. 
just happened. Bradley Bill went for 60 against the Ooh. Sixers on 35 shots. So a little couple more shots. Okay, then I see Bradley. Efficient. Yeah. That's still efficient. Okay. That's efficient. Nice. And Bradley probably had a lot more twos, a lot more twos than threes. Yeah. He probably was going to the rack quite a bit in yeah. mid-range. Driving. Yeah. 20 yeah. to 35. That's impressive, man. That's impressive. Yeah. All right, so a lot of people were saying this game was moved mainly because uh, Alvin Kamara and the COVID situation mm-hmm. should have been I on. Hate s- it. Yeah, so so that's what they're saying. It was moved on Sunday, but uh, the Bears and the Saints, the Bears offensively, they're not that great. The great running back David Montgomery. That's that's probably about that's all the, all the offense has cooking for him. But mm-hmm. uh, but as far as with the Saints, I mean, if if they can get everything clicking and going, it should be an easy. They don't need they don't need Kamara to beat the Bears. They're going to need Kamara in the next round, though, no doubt. But they can get past the Bears even without those weird people down there doing all that voodoo stuff down there. Sorry, but y'all do voodoo down there. Um, <laughs> they can get past the Bears. I don't, I don't worry about that. Yeah. Hey, what happened to Tariq Cohen? The other running back for the Bears. I think he's still there. I don't, I don't think he gets – either he got hurt or – I don't know either. Mm-mm. Yeah, I, I haven't even because heard of him. I know like, he was there last he, year. Well, he's – He's still there. He's a little big dude. I mean, he's still there. It's just hard to see him. I don't know. I mean, he's – Well, that's the thing. Montgomery's a younger dude, so he's probably not coming out that much anyway. So – Is this real? What happened? This says a, he had 1,000 yards. This year? Cohen? Five touchdowns. I don't – this can't be maybe total yards or maybe that's in turn yards and receiving. It wasn't rushing. Let me see. Definitely was not rushing. Who you got? Saints. Okay, yeah, that's easy. All right. Yes. <laughs> this was gonna be interesting. All right. So the the Sunday night game, last mm-hmm. game of the wild card round, the Browns and the Steelers. Mm-hmm. Saying it right now. I'm sorry. Got first the Browns. Career. That's first quarter, guys. Okay. That's what that's. Yeah. Definitely not. But this year we would have heard of it. Yeah, we would have heard of it. So. So familiarity in this game. We got Browns, Steelers, I, I, right? I got Browns, man. I'm going to say now. I got Browns. I honestly had the Browns not got into the playoffs, right? I don't. I forgot who the Steelers would have played, but the Steelers literally limped into the back half of the season. They came out 11-0, and then we started seeing the cracks in their offense, right? Because Ben mm-hmm. has only thrown like one pass beyond 18 yards the whole season. And they had that bye week, week four. Right. So they've been Ben got a little break, but but everyone they're starting to get a little long in the tooth, right? And that the Browns lucked up on getting in, right? They barely got in, but I think the experience everyone goes, oh, experience, Big Ben, Patriots, experience eventually gets old, right? And I think this is the weekend it gets old. I think the Browns come in. I think with Kareem Hunt, I think they just they wear them boys down, and I think ba- I think they shot. protect Baker. I think they don't let him make. Throws he shouldn't be making. They kind of, they're going to kind of keep him in the cupboard a little bit and rely on the run game. Coach, no coach. I mean, I, I still think they'll because just imagine. Is it their head coach? The head coach. I think a few other coaches have COVID, so they they, they better, won't or, be there. Or the coordinator is going to be there though. The offensive coordinator. As long as coordinator there and the DC and the OC are there, that's who runs the teams anyway. I think, so. the I, I, I think it's like four coaches. Yeah, I, I think, I think it's four coaches. I don't know exactly all of the coaches, but it's four I'm coaches saying, that won't be there for I'm sure. The head coach. So. Who you got, Marlon? So I took I took the Browns plus four. I don't know if that means I think they're going to win, but I don't think it, keep it close. <laughs> yeah, I think it, they'll definitely keep it close. Mm-hmm. I think what helps Tomlin is he saw them last week in a game they had to win. Mm-hmm. So I think that helps him on the defensive end. I don't think it helps him enough on the offensive end. Yeah, um, offense. Uh, Juju, 
And I've said this. I said this when they were undefeated. Marlon will attest to this. I I didn't think they were that good then. Mm. Um, they kept winning one possession ball games. Yeah, with a lot of fortune. One of my best and, and against the and against non playoff teams too. Right. <laughs> they, they they had a weaker schedule this year. Um, yeah, you've you've you definitely said it. So and, I give you that. Juju hasn't proven himself as a number one receiver. He's not because he's not. Yeah, they're gonna move on from the Steeler way. You know, you, you stay there for a little bit and move on because now Clay pulls up. So well, this, this he's not in the long line of ones who were actually have been bona fide ones like Mike Wallace, Mike Wallace and, and Antonio Brown and, yeah. and, and Plexico. Those were actually bona fide number ones that moved on. This is just yeah. the number two that just never became number one. Yeah, that's yeah. fair. So other than that, um, that's all I have. Uh, definitely looking forward to a great weekend in sports. Oh, yeah. Brandon, thanks again for joining us. And once again, that, I love being here. Uh, thanks for having me. You got anything else, Marlon? Um, no. I think that go that, Cowboy. Yeah, oh. we'll we'll see who we get. Can't wait till next season, man. As I, NFL draft. Let's this was this was a long season for us Cowboy fans, man. Mm-hmm. Without Dak, so I'm just glad that we could finally, hopefully, he gets better, healthy, and, and back. And and you know the guys on up front too. I hope oh, they yeah. get healthy and yeah. we come back Definitely. strong. So Definitely. Zach's not going. We know Zach's not going to finish the season. Tyron, that back yeah. is not going to make it past the first half of the season. The good thing is we got some other guys that got some experience if nothing else this yeah. year. So yeah. see, Cowboys got some eyes on next some year. stuff. Yeah. Cowboys, not yeah. let's do it. And we'll I'll see. I'll love to see you. All right, like, subscribe, Apple Podcast, Spotify, YouTube, and we'll see y'all next week. Peace. Right, we man. out.